I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and humankind, the human, the Messiah, Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all people. This has now been witnessed to at the proper time, and for this purpose I was appointed a herald and an apostle. I am telling the truth, I'm not lying, and a true and faithful teacher of the Gentiles. May this become in us the word of the Lord. Hello and welcome to the Lectio Cascadia podcast. My name is Brandon Rhodes, and I'm glad you're here. Thank you, as always, to Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com for the music. So today is the start of the global climate strike. So hopefully you're hearing this on the streets or at home, but not at work or school. (laughs) Uh, According to the organizers, our house is on fire. The climate crisis is an emergency, but we're not acting like it. People everywhere are at risk if we let oil, coal, and gas companies continue to pour more fuel on the fire. Our hotter planet is already hurting millions of people. If we don't act now to transition fairly and swiftly away from fossil fuels to 100% Renewable energy access for all the injustice of the climate crisis will only get worse. We need to act right now to stop burning fossil fuels and ensure a rapid energy revolution with equity, reparations, and climate justice at its heart. But it's going to take all of us working together to succeed. Join the climate strike starting on September 20th, three days out from the UN's Climate Emergency Summit, and continue on September and continuing on September 27th. Millions of us will walk out from home, work, school, or university to declare a climate emergency and show our politicians what action in line with climate science and justice means. The climate crisis won't wait, so neither will we. So I guess I'm doing a partial strike today. Uh, By keeping this one, oh God, I I hope a little shorter than usual. Uh, this seems like an entirely uh, appropriate passage to be reading together during the strike, doesn't it? Being invited by the wisdom of our ancestors to hold everyone in what my friend Susan calls the big love. The joyous energy of the dirty dancing of the divine at the heart of all things. This holding in love, this praying we're called to do for everyone because everyone is as far as the divine longing reaches. The divine longing. The divine longing for the holy belonging of all things, not least all humans, is what animates the holy life. And therefore, what animates our prayers. One contemporary Jewish author 
has this really lovely term that comes to my mind here, sacred attunement. Have you heard that before? I love it. Sacred attunement. Uh, That is, in some sense, what all forms of prayer are. Inner intention toward the sacred. Bringing this reality into that intention in the form of quiet, petition, lament, and thanksgiving. And in this way, participating, we're participating in the divine love and longing that was active there all along. It's funny how these things all kind of braid together like water over rocks, isn't it? I feel like, like, I feel like I'm repeating myself a little bit, but it's just, that's how, that's how this whole thing kind of sloshes around together in my understanding of it. But yeah, that's what prayer is. Bringing creation into the divine belonging that we find ourselves at home at in prayer. So, (sighs) the longing of the living God is always bigger than we think, right? Uh, I talk about that in just about every show because... uh, I, honestly, it's beneath the surface of just about every reading. In the case of this week's reading, the challenge is to be able to hold oppressors, you know them, those characters who are drunk on violence and ego and control and fear, yet who should use their position for flourishing. Our task is to hold them in the big love, too. Because that's how, at least how far, the divine longing reaches. Kind of... (laughs) It bothers me. And comforts me. You know? Kings, presidents, emperors... Secretaries of states, prime ministers, cops, Senate majority leaders, Sharpie wielding, money laundering, malignantly narcissistic real estate mogul wannabes. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, all of them. All of them. Everything belongs. And in our prayer, we're called to find. Not benediction of their behavior, but to claim a benevolence of God in our own heart for them. To feel truthfully of them. The damn challenge of the divine here as handed to us by the sacred library of this Jesus tradition, is to hold even all of them in God's prayer, in God's love, rather. They yet have a role to play in the healing of the cosmos, don't they? They, too, may yet have a way to indwell their own holy belonging 
God desires that everyone should be saved. Even that guy. So what's this all got to do with climate change? Well, hear me out. Two things. First, however you pray, should that bubble forth into words about kings and other disappointing people, uh, you don't have to be reverent of them or blindly obedient or precious about them. That's not what this is about. Not least because all of those things would be lies. <laughs> Instead, try connecting these dots. The divine longing for the flourishing together of all things, and all those things being assaulted by humanity. Connect those with those in power refusing to restrain this assault on the everything that belongs in divine love. More directly, just pray for those with civic power to resist climate change. Come on. <laughs> um, second way, this praying for enemies thing gets us to climate change. Well, that same expanding ring of belonging thing that prayer participates in, expressed in praying for our oppressors, well, that's just getting us to be able to pray for all other humans. That's, it, it, we're not even getting to the point of saying all of materiality belongs, all of the cosmos belongs, all of this planet belongs. We're just talking about humans. But here's the thing. We are but one kind of critter teeming on this magical blue space marble. <laughs> teeming trying to break it into pieces, apparently. But you know, we're part of a much bigger home. The creator wants to be her home, too. So our prayers can and should and must include land, sea, and sky. It, too, is an object of the divine longing for belonging that flows steadily in all prayers. How much more so in times such as these? To paraphrase Pope Francis, you pray for the planet, then you heal it. That's how prayer works. May it be so among you and those characters in authority in this global climate strike week ahead of us. May your week ahead be filled with curiosity and wonder, gratitude and laughter, courage and presence. And may the peace of Christ be with you. 